Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It's a place to reconnect with your authentic self, to discover your voice of inner wisdom, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal wisdom, spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andres, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast. So what do you think? We got some new tunes with our intro. Um, actually, a new new tunes, and I, I re-recorded um, the intro. <laughs> I had a little fun. I don't know if this is exactly it um, or where it's really landing, but I felt like we needed a little little change, um, something different. And over the last couple of years, I've purchased a bit of new music and. Um, thought, well, let's just play around today. So so you get to hear my play, um, hear what it sounds like when I'm exploring. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, that is actually what we're going to dive into today. We're going to dive into this this essence and energy of, of pivoting and changing and giving ourselves permission to do that. And I'm going to share a bit of what's been unfolding here in my world, um, a little bit of the behind the scenes and um, kind of, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of what is going on. All right. So if you've been following my my podcast for a while or if you have been a part of um, my social media communities, uh, you know that uh a couple weeks ago, I shared that I was going to be opening the doors for enrollment for the Crystal Shaman Initiation Program on the 21st of this month. Well, the 21st came and went, and I did not open the doors. So <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about that a little bit. And I want to share a bit of what's going on um, and you know what my intention is with that program. Um, if it's coming back, when it's coming back, why, how, all that fun stuff. So the first thing I'm going to say is I really can't fully, truly answer any of those questions. Um, and, and here's why. Uh, so as uh, Crystal, the Crystal Shaman Initiation Program was last being run, which was in 2019 through 2020, um, which was a pretty, you know, huge time um, for the collective in that that was you know the the beginning of the pandemic we were about halfway through the program as the pandemic began but um at the same time there were some other things that unfolded in my own life and one of the things that happened um was that there was a a situation essentially that happened within my family unit and it required me to confront some really painful some harsh and some very dark realities from my childhood. And this took me on a journey within. I found myself spending a good bit of time and you know I, my laugh is like, oh my gosh, there there just aren't words to really 
um, bring voice to the depth to which this journey took me. Uh, but basically, I needed to unravel um, sequences of experiences. And I say sequences very mindfully because within my childhood, I had a lot of trauma. And trauma, oh gosh, in many different ways, but I always remembered them as traumatic events. And they were always isolated events in my in my mind. And I kind of compartmentalized them. And I think that was a way that I protected myself and went through a process for years of feeling um, like they didn't affect me. And even though I had been on a really deep healing path for many, many years, and I had very consciously and um, worked on each one of these individual events, I'd never really seen the full picture of what had unfolded. Well, 2020 opened that door. It required um, or invited, it invited and required simultaneously. Um, it, uh, <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was time. It was time to actually like put all of those isolated events into sequence and to really be present with them and just recognize them, to honor them, to see them, to witness them, and to heal at yet another level. And for those of you who've been on a healing journey, um, depending upon where you are, um, if you've been on the on your journey for a long time, you have this understanding. You likely have the understanding of how this unfolds. You know that that there are pieces where um, you you take off a layer and you you live into um, the new experience of knowing yourself, and then at some point emerges another layer, and you again integrate that and live into it, and then another layer. <laughs> and um, I felt like I had done many, many layers with each one of these experiences. And, you know, saying each one of these experiences is really minimizing, actually, um, the experiences individually. And it's also really... Uh, does not even connect to the complexity of the full depth of um, what unfolded in my life. I think one of the things that was rather interesting about the timing of all of this was that with COVID lockdowns and, you know, the ways that um, life was actually kind of shaken up, I felt like I had the space to really, really deeply go within and to um, to really spend the time that I needed within myself. Um, during this time, uh, Chris and I actually also went and spent time in the Black Hills of South Dakota. And I've mentioned, you know, bits and pieces about how deeply powerful and heart opening our time there was. But what I haven't shared is that I 
took that time to dive in and write. And I wrote out for myself kind of more the cathartic healing process of of writing um, my experiences during a specific time frame in my childhood. And I just kind of, uh, at the end of it, it was like I just wrote whatever story popped in and I, I wrote it out and then I'd write the next one and I'd write the next one. And they were kind of, you know, you know, jumping around. But then as I got to the end of writing out all those stories, I sat back and I looked at them and I rearranged them into chronological order. And I realized the, the gravity of what had unfolded during that window of time in my childhood. And I shared it with Chris, and it was actually the very first time that I brought voice to those experiences in in order, in the flow of how they unfolded. And after I shared it with him, we just kind of both sat there like, whoa, that was a lot. The combination of being able to see everything clearly for myself and being able to share it with Chris in the way that I did, something opened up for me. And I could feel that integrating that was (laughs) not at all like integrating the other pieces um, that I had, you know, worked with in the past. I could feel that I was going to see life differently, that I was going to know myself differently, and that the way I was in the world wasn't going to match who I was before. And, you know, I have talked about that on so many levels and in so many ways, and I have truly, truly, from the deepest place of my heart, felt that at other times. But something about um, the depth of this experience was different than any other experience I had had in my life. Now, you know, I'm sharing the bits where I dove in and um, and really did the writing and the awarenesses came, but but there are many other pieces that unfolded for me during this time, and one of them is that over the years um, I've really developed a strong, beautiful, powerful network of allies, uh, friends, um, colleagues who are incredibly gifted healers and, um, and you know, other, other resources and people that I lean into. And during this time, I had a lot of support, <laughs> a lot of support. I think one of the things that I notice um, in kind of this pop culture uh idea or ideology of what the healing journey is, is that um, if something's wrong, you go and you get a session or you get some help or you get a, a reading and you get some insight and it's a quick fix and you're all of a sudden happy, happy, joy, joy, back at it and life is really great and rosy. 
And the thing that I've come to know about the healing journey is that sometimes we need to give ourselves space to actually just stay in the depths, in the dark places of the cave that is inviting us to heal, that is holding space for us to heal and to allow ourselves to just um, be within that space and be uncomfortable, to be okay with being uncomfortable, to let go of our own judgments around that. What I noticed during this time is that I would go deep and then I would emerge and it was like I was stepping out of the cave and into the light for a bit and um, enjoying that beautiful dance of life. And then I'd go deeper and then I would re-emerge and then go deeper. And, you know, this thing, the thing is like, ah, life shows up in many, many ways to really support us. And, you know, I think the way that I was able to sustain going deeper and going deeper and going deeper um, was actually this beautiful dance that unfolded between my network of support um, and the, the beautiful light moments and um, opportunities to recognize that something else is waiting on the other side of this deep inner exploration, this very painful exploration. And one of the things that, um, you know, was really fortunate was that Chris was off of work and he and I uh, were able to travel a little bit. And um, after we came back from the Black Hills, we went up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and we spent a weekend up there and the weekend turned into a little bit longer and we just had this delightful time and a question opened up between the two of us and the question was, what if instead of looking for land as we had been for years in our local area, what if instead we began looking for land up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I mean, it was just kind of this like, wait, it, 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 was, it felt so random at the time. And so on our way home, as we were driving, I had realtor.com open and I was looking at spots and we were just finding lots and lots and lots and lots of viable options, options that really lit us up. And we just kind of went, whoa, this was not something we had ever thought of before. Well, we got home. And when we got home, um, I just looked at Chris and I'm like, we need to take this into a ceremony. We need to do a ceremony around this. And Chris was like, okay. And this is kind of a, an unusual thing for us. Usually Chris and I talk about something and he's like, oh yeah, go ahead, go do, go take it to ceremony. Like he'll tell me to go take it to the ceremony. He doesn't usually, or he hadn't usually sat down with me in an actual ceremony. Um, just his personal preference. And, you know, there have been times, but you know, it's like, eh, for the most part, that's my path and he has his own and it works out really beautiful for us. But on this day, he agreed and we sat down together we sank into ceremony and we honored 
all of our journey together thus far and honored all of our experiences, celebrated our home, celebrated the land we've been living on, living on um, for the past, you know, as long as we've been married, and just really sink into this place of like, just really loving it and receiving it. And then after that, we, um, <laughs> we invited in our next chapter. And that was one of the phrases that kept popping up when we were up in, in northern Michigan. Um, we were camping at this gorgeous little spot on Lake Superior, and itty-bitty little campground right on the water. And uh, it was like every time we had a conversation with someone, the phrase, I'm beginning a new chapter, or I began a new chapter, or I started a new chapter, was fell into place. And it wasn't on our side. It was the other person sharing that phrase, using um, their that as a as a part of their storytelling of their changes that they were making in their lives. And so Chris and I really received that as a message that this was a part of what's unfolding in our world. And we invited in our next chapter. And so we sat in ceremony and we we invited that. We opened up the space for what is this next chapter of our lives. And you know, there's something really beautiful when when we take a journey and we we dive deep and um, we honor, then we honor that journey. And so, you know, there was this beautiful honoring, this beautiful welcoming, and we we finished up our ceremony and we went, okay. <laughs> and I think, you know, this is one of those things that sometimes happens at the end of a ceremony. You're like, okay, so now we're really excited. We're feeling really good. What next? And let's live life and let the magic of the ceremony do its work. And so Chris and I just started doing our things. And that night I was on Realtor.com again. <laughs> um, and I was looking uh, the another um, another location came up in conversation, and so I looked up that location to see what was nearby, what was available, and I found something that just felt amazing, <clears throat> absolutely amazing. It inspired me. I shared it with Chris. It inspired Chris, and we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, "How on earth do, do we make this happen?" You know, like it, there were many logistical things that were not practical. And um, at the same time, you know, we obviously needed to go look at the land and we needed to get a feel for it and all that kind of stuff. So I got on, uh, got online, found a campground that was nearby, scheduled a week up there so that we could go and visit the land, walk it, feel it, connect with it, get to know, you know, is this something we really want to do? So we went up there and we spent a week up there. Um, we walked the land a couple times. We met a neighbor and we knew that, like we knew within our hearts this was this was our the next spot for us. This was the place that would be nurturing and nourishing us. And I began having dreams about um about the land and there was a being that began visiting me and it just it was so clear and at the same time the logistical pieces of how are we going to afford this what are we going to do 
on and on and on. All of those pieces were like, you know, right in front of us. And um, we couldn't, we, we had a couple options, you know, like there's always, there's always options. Sometimes we don't see them right away, but we had a couple options. And so we were kind of navigating different options. And um, then the right answer literally just showed up with a phone call one day. And we put in, um, we put in, oh gosh, I don't know how this all unfolded, but it unfolded so fast. Within, within a month of us finding the land and going to visit it, we had closed on the land and, um, and it was ours. And so we started spending time up there and it was the end of summer. It was, you know, the time when Chris was ready to head back to school. Um, so it was a short, you know, like short little time. And during that time, um, our dog Ace got sick. Chris got sick, both of them, um, at the same time, Chris had a, uh, like a tick kind of illness, a tick-borne illness. And, um, our dog Ace, was diagnosed with diabetes and so there wasn't the opportunity to really spend time like we thought we would up there before winter and there's no home on the property it's just land you know I've I've talked about this a little bit so you kind of have a sense of what it is Um, but uh, we decided that the next summer we would we'd just plan everything out and we'd spend our time up there and spend the whole summer up there so throughout that uh, next year um Gosh, you know, so that would have been the end of 2020, like at the fall of 2020 and, you know, into the winter. And as I wrapped up, you know, the the last group with Shaman School, um, I had this really clear knowing that it just wasn't the right time to open enrollment again. And, you know, the clear knowing, it's funny because the clear knowing is like, <laughs> um, I could feel that something had really shaken and was shifting in my inner world. And I didn't really know what that was, but I knew that um, there were there were some new things that wanted to be born. And one was the sanctuary. And so I opened the sanctuary. I felt like I had found sanctuary on the land. And so I opened the sanctuary. Um, and oh gosh, that was a fantastic, the first year was just absolutely fantastic. We're now into the second year of the sanctuary. It's evolved a little bit um, to reflect you know, uh, requests and uh, desires of the community um, within, within the sanctuary. Um, and so much fun, we're having so much fun. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, that, uh, that opened. And then this past summer, Chris and I spent a lot of time up in, up in the woods. And, you know, I guess, um, my plan was, as I stated earlier in this episode, was to open enrollment again, um, now, you know, uh, this month. And it's funny how, I prepared an absolutely gorgeous enrollment page. Um, I reworked the structure of the program because one of the things that emerged through this process um, of my own deep, deep dive of healing um, was an awareness of how the program is ready to evolve, how my work has evolved, how my medicine has evolved. Yeah, so here we are, you know, I guess it's 18 months to two years after that, you know, big inner deep dive um, 
was initiated, um, I my I really see how much uh, my work has shifted and changed, and um, what is wanting to be created. And uh, so in preparing for opening enrollment, um, I made a lot of changes with the program structure to, um, to really bring things into alignment um, and really honor the way that the program itself wants to evolve and honor the way that I recognize um, my, my inner wisdom, my inner uh, medicine has evolved and to bring the two of them into new alignment. And um, I'm really actually very excited about that. Um, but the thing, that, the piece that was missing is, um, and you know, this is my interpretation of, of my message from spirit, but that um, this evolved medicine, this evolved program um, actually requires a little bit different foundation. And that requires actually some prerequisites for the program. I have a sense of what those are, um, but the the information or the guidance that I feel like I'm receiving right now is to, to actually just give the program, give the prerequisites, give the new structure um, space to actually breathe. So it's funny how that happens. Um, there's so many layers that I, I don't really ever talk about in the process of creating programs and bringing them into life. Um, it's it's multi multi layered, and I think if you if you were to, uh, to speak with other you know creative spiritual entrepreneurs, um, they can, many of them can relate to this. Um, <laughs> this is this seems to be a conversation I have with a lot of my colleagues. Um, that there's there's layers to the creation process, and you know there's pieces that you know the the idea lands. Um, the structure comes together. Um, it's laid out. It's for me. It unfolds in a process of you know, like it. It comes through like a channeled message, and it just lights me up. And usually, I pull out a massive piece of paper and I begin to just map it all out. And then, from that map, I get more intricate, and I go into journaling about it. And my journals are just filled with details and structure, and you know, um, bits of wisdom and stuff like that. And then there's breathing space, and then it comes to the place of beginning to kind of talk about it, and and then beginning to um, create the web the web pages and stuff like that for it, and and uh, then then the pages get created. And sometimes they're uh, an immediate, yep, let's, now's the time, you know, let's go. And then there is the, let's pause and let it breathe as a page. And it's, it's just so, to me, it's always so fascinating. And so it feels um, in some ways like kind of goofy to say, oh, I have this gorgeous new enrollment page and the new structure is outlined and I'm all excited about it. <laughs> and to say, let it breathe um, and let's lay a new foundation for it. Um, it seems kind of contrary and kind of goofy, but, um, but this is a part of the, the creative process. It's part of the spiritual process and everything has its own timing and sometimes um, in our own enthusiasm and excitement and uh, you know whatever reason uh, we can misread um, 
misread the timing and I feel like I misread my own timing with this one. <laughs> so, so I know this is going to annoy some of you. Some of you might be really frustrated. Some of you might be just giving a good little eye roll. Some of you might be laughing um, and getting a giggle because perhaps you can relate. But um, whatever your whatever your response is, know that um, I'm just sharing this with you with love and um, trying to just be real about you know some of the the journey of um, creating content, creating programs, and you know for me, it the thing that I have really come to know is that uh, it is absolutely essential to honor timing. And when we do, uh, that is when the magic happens. And I feel incredibly blessed uh, and deeply, deeply grateful to um, the people who journeyed with me for the first two years, um, for the first two years of the Crystal Shaman Initiation Program. It has been so much fun and an incredible honor to witness and watch and hold space for each of you as you've grown into your medicine and just really deeply rooted into a new knowing of who you are. It's just beautiful. Ah, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and, you know, moving forward as uh as I just, as I look forward, um, what I can say right now <laughs> is that I do not have an answer as to um, when enrollment will will open again. Um, I just know that what is most important um, for not only myself but really for these times and for the collective and for what is unfolding on on the earth and. Um, within within the world right now the one of the most important things is to, to honor timing and to um yeah to just honor timing and to really cultivate the capacity and the skills uh, to listen within and to trust our own guidance and knowing to have a relationship with spirit that um enables us to to pivot in unexpected ways <laughs> just as this happened um, because that's that's really what's happening on the collective is um, we oh gosh you know I think life and business and education it, it used to be kind of this rinse and repeat model and uh, that's not where things are at right now and um, being willing and ready and able to shift and change and pivot and honor honor unique timing is what's um, what's important right now. And my invitation to each of you is to do that within your your own lives in your own way to to, to make a commitment to yourself to develop the skills that you need to hear your voice within, to be able to make choices that are reflective of and honor your inner voice, your inner knowing. Because I think that is what these the, the times that we are moving towards are calling for, what they are going to require. This is why I created the sanctuary. It's a space to really sink in 
and um, explore ourselves to really come into a more intimate relationship with ourselves. So if that is something that has been calling to you, that, um, that journey within the, the journey of inner exploration, getting to know yourself, honoring your unique gifts, your voice of inner wisdom. So if you want to join us, um, I'm going to invite you on over to crystalshamanschool.com forward slash the sanctuary. And, uh, all of the information is there, all the details, what it looks like, how it unfolds. Um, I'd love for you to sign up. I'd love for you to join us. All right, my sacred friends. So with that, <laughs> I want to thank you for joining me for this epically long episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast. <gasps> yes, it was. Um, and for just being present with an open heart and um, kindness and compassion and deep presence. Um Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the deepest place of my heart. I honor you. I celebrate you. And I look forward to journeying deeper with you. Join me in the sanctuary. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard and would love to hear more, subscribe. And you can help others find us by sharing. Give us a couple stars, write a review, and tell people you know who would love to listen. I wish you a beautiful day, my sacred friends. Shine brightly.